final destination. All skills on. No odd job. Slappers only. Master, the battery in your cell phone is nearly depleted. By my calculations, you are currently listening to a podcast called Slappers Only. That was it. That was all. Oh, Welcome to Slappers Only, video game music podcast where we listen to music. I'm Max. Jordan's I'm here Jordan. with us. Hello. And also here with us, we got a special guest. You want to introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. I'm the special guest. I'm Stephanie. Known Zelda liker. I Zelda enjoyer. We, this is an apology for not having you on our first episode when we <laughs> talked about Wind Waker. That is my known favorite Zelda game. Um, but that being said, there are a lot of other Zelda games that I also love a lot. So that's the good news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope this is one of them. This is one of them. Yes. Controversial, Good. controversial Zelda game alert. Uh-oh. Maybe takes take alert. Takes alert. The thing Uh-oh. is, I'm not offering any takes. It's it's the thing is, it's a good game. So it's a good game. Yeah. It We're talking about out. Skyward Sword this week. We're talking about Skyward Sword, the wonderful 2011 game for the N- Nintendo Wii. I remember a game, a game so dangerous that you had to wear a condom when you played it. <laughs> a game so dangerous it came with a live concert CD because it was Zelda's twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah, that's right. Because this game is ten years old because it's getting re released now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is wild. Uh, this game was. It's really funny because this game was the twenty fifth anniversary of Zelda release mm-hmm. title, and then now they're doing a tenth anniversary Skyward Sword mm. release. Time is time. Time keeps flowing. Time folks. keeps flowing. <laughs> you know what my favorite thing about the ten year anniversary of Skyward Sword is? This is still only the second most recent console Zelda game. They don't, <laughs> right? They, they don't really do don't them make them. A they lot. don't make them like they used to, and by that I mean they don't put them out. They just don't do make them. Gonna, they don't make them. Do you think the Breath of the Wild two will come out on the fifth anniversary of, of uh, Breath of the Wild one? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Remember when Breath of the Wild We're- was um. Untitled Zelda Wii U game. <laughs> uh, for the Wii U? Uh, yeah. For the Wii... I remember... For the Wii U. Do you remember that one E3 when literally the entire thing Nintendo talked about was Breath of the Wild? Yeah. We're not Vaguely. here to talk about that. I don't even know why I'm on Breath of the Wild now. I just like that game. We were talking about it in Discord earlier. It's we were talking about the one where you... You get a shoe build this one. You fly around. There's pumpkins. You get to, you get to see some moblin ass. What more could you, you want? To, uh, you get to uh, swing your sword however you want. Mm-hmm. Zelda uh, has however, bangs. Zelda has Zelda, bangs. Very Zelda important. looking pretty good in this one. It also has the most important character in the entire Zelda franchise. The, oh, yeah. Was, the, the man who has stolen my heart and I don't want it back. He's also he also stole your wallet. Sorry about it. Can I tell you something that I was really scared about was because uh, I haven't I I don't really engage with the Zelda fandom at all. So mm-hmm. I was afraid this week that I'd come in and then I'd be like, oh, I love that horrible man, and then I I would get canceled. Is what I was. Jordan, afraid of. have you met me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we all have bad taste, but this is good taste. He's yeah, good. If, you would be canceled if you said you didn't like. Greece. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a person being like, "I fucking hate Groose." No, <gasps> fuck that guy. He gets a redemption. No, can't be done. So like, he's yeah, America's he sweetheart. Rede- yeah, he's he's a, he's large. He's a jock. He gets a redemption arc. He's got big funny hair. What? 
more is there to like about Groose? And like he named he, you guys. He was never he he was a bully, but he never did anything like so unforgivable. Like he he, he wasn't problematic. He, yeah. he did he did do animal abuse at Link a little bit. A little bit. Uh, well, <laughs> he did, he did. Yeah, but Zelda puts us. him in his place, and then he gets his redemption arc That's by true. being good. Mm-hmm. And he's got funny music. Yes. So he gets horns. He's got funny music. He get, he gets his own Hoenn horns. Mm-hmm. He must be a he must be a Ruby and Sapphire <laughs> fan. Yeah. Zangrus. Oh. Um. So one thing about the soundtrack for Breath of uh, Fuck for Skyward Sword, <laughs> Breath of the Sky, Breath, Breath of the of Sky. The sky. Uh, this is Legend of Zelda Skyrim Sword, and the one thing about this one is You're that this was, uh, this was released in the Wii era, where if we talk about the sort of Nintendo musical ethos, the Wii was when they said everything's going to be an orchestra for a little while. Mm-hmm. So Mario Galaxy, well. Skyward, Skyrim Sword, those are very orchestral, uh, which is new for the Zelda series, and I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. It rules. They really went off on this soundtrack. They made so many tracks, and they all sound amazing. And yeah, it's really different for like all the previous Zelda games, which which rules to me. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they there's also I feel like a very distinct lack of uh, m- much like Breath of the Wild does, where there's where it's very hard to get the get the classics in there. Mm-hmm. You only you, they're very detached from the uh, from the sort of tracks that we know and love. Only they only you know briefly poke their head out to uh, to be like, oh, yeah. see, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's more like them poking out and say, hi, I haven't been born yet. <laughs> Yeah, this is, exactly. this is the prequel game. It is the, the prequel. prequel. It's the first game in the series. It lets it sets the stage for everything that has already happened in the Zelda series mm. before this one. It's like the. It's really funny for a series with a continuity so fucky <laughs> as Zelda, where Nintendo had an accident and then they <laughs> had to try to like clean it up. That they did uh, take the bold choice of making like an origin story for mm-hmm. it. But I think that Skyward Sword. I keep almost saying the wrong game. I think Skyrim Sword is a really good origin. Like, I think it works really well. Oh, absolutely! Set, like, yeah. The games. And uh, sometimes, hey, hey, one of the games references it later. That's cool. <sighs> mm-hmm. I, I will say. I mean, you know, we spoil every game we talk about here. So just skipping to the fucking very end of the game, I think the coolest thing the game did was like you never. It didn't even need to do this, but I like how the game explains the reason Ganondorf always co- fucking comes back, and Link and Zelda always had to fight that fool. It's like Demise is like, ah, oh, I'm the wizard who cursed your dick. I'll fucking <laughs> see you in a hundred years. Literally, I'll be back. I, I like, I like the part where you get to create the master sword. That's my, yeah. my, yeah, fandom brain moment that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Can I also tell you my my horrible uh, cursed theory about Skyward Sword? Yes. Before we get started on Please. music. Okay, so you know how at the end, uh, spoilers, sorry if the game is 10 years old, whatever. Uh, skip, I don't know. Do do whatever you want. We, we play it fast and loose on this podcast. You, play Zelda so you know how at the end, Link and Zelda, and I think also Groose, they like go down to the land and then they probably like have a lot of children. Like uh-huh. lots and lots of children. And then yes. they populate the entire earth by the, just, the, just the three <laughs> just of them. Just the three of them. <laughs> Just that thruple. Um, and then the people up in the sky, they stay there. Maybe some of them come down. But my horrible theory is that they, some of them stayed way up in the sky forever. 
and over time they evolved into horrible little chicken-headed bird creatures. (laughs) (laughs) So the ukas are just uh, are just the people of Skyloft. Thousands and thousands. Up in the air too long. I love that. It's my it's my worst, most cursed Zelda fan fan theory. I'm glad you like it. I love it so much. And especially because like the Ukas are one of my favorite part of parts of Twilight Princess. And I love that Zelda does continuously have like not every game, but many of the games have like sky people. They're just like Minish mm-hmm. Cap. There's just people in the sky up here. There's a sky dungeon. Why? I don't know. Can I offer raise. another? Cool. Can I offer another piece of evidence for why the Ukas are descended from the people of Skyloft? Yes. Mm. What's the item that you find in that in the city in the sky? The double claw the shot. claw shot. And what what do Ukas not have? Human arms. They don't got hands, do they? Ooh. So why is there some? Why are there claw shots up there? If at some point there wasn't a person using them up there with their human arms, mm. checkmate, Aonuma. Confirmed. Yeah, that's confirmed, confirmed. to me. Yeah, no, we, we said it. Sorry, Doug. It's ours now. <laughs> Doug, Doug, don't, Doug, Doug don't like what I did to his people. He doesn't well, get a say. Do anyway. Doug wasn't there when Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword came out, so he can suck my dick. Yeah. yeah. Re- Re- he, Reggie gets nothing either. No. He was a regular Koopa back then. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, Skyward Sword, music very, very good. We got a couple, we got a lot of the, the main Zelda composers here, um... Why, why am I on the Wikipedia page for video game music? Um, <laughs> we have we have Hajime Wakai, Shio Fuji, Mahito Yokota, and Takashihama. A lot of heavy hitters in the world of Nintendo music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no no Koji Kondo though. No he's Koji not, Kondo. Interestingly, I wonder if that. Mm. Well, there's no Koji Kondo, but Koji Kondo did compose like. Zelda's lullaby and the Great Fairy song, and those are those songs mm-hmm. get rearrangements here. So it says yeah. that he wrote the prologue theme oh. on Wikipedia. Okay. So I wonder if that has anything to do with the really big push to make the game so orchestrated compared to how like previous Zelda games were. Like I wonder yeah. if they tried to get composers who whose style was maybe more like more not compatible, but you know worked a little bit better being fully orchestrated like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe, because yeah. because Koji Kondo likes to get a little nutty with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the man can't be stopped. He cannot be stopped. I will say that 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 um to to confirm confirm my theory that Mahito Yokoda is uh was one of the composers for Mario Galaxy. So yes. if we're looking for a p- person with a uh, orchestral chops, orchestra baby, yeah, there you go. There Adds he up. Is. There um, he is. Got there it. He is. Love that. Uh, well, I think it's, I think it's about time we can start getting into it. Uh-huh. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Now, Steph, you're our guest, which means you get to go first. You get to bring the first slapper of the day. Okay. I'm going to bring a slapper that this one, I don't even know if this is like a deep cut or not because my concept of like which Zelda's tracks are like really popular is maybe not the best. I used to... Oh, that, don't, that doesn't matter on oh, this Oh, oh, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, so I used to make a ton of Zelda playlists when I was like early university maybe like 10 years ago and this is one that made it onto like so many of my playlists because it is just a fucking banger and i'm not going to start with like probably the most obvious choice i'm going to start with stalfos mm-hmm. the the battle music oh that i yeah. very nearly brought this one mm-hmm.
I don't normally love battle music. Uh, uh-huh. normally I'm kind of like, okay, this is just loud. It doesn't really, it's not catchy. It's just kind of like, it gets you in, in an intense moment for a battle. But with this one, mm-hmm. it's just super catchy and just like, it just, it, it hits these notes that are just so fun to me. Like, I don't know. They really tried to make the battling fun in this game, which I know a lot of people are going to say it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I was one of the Wrong, people who, Wrongly. I really liked it. And I think they did an amazing job with this track. This one is so fun to me. It gives me big, like, Russian vibes. In, in Soviet Hyrule, bones rattle you. <laughs> I can see that. I, I like... See, I do like the fact that for the first time in the Zelda series, they kind of put sword play front and center, mm-hmm. which I like a lot. Once again, when the combat, when you don't need to recalibrate, yep. and everything's working nicely, your controller's moving really smoothly, well. it's very fun to try to get past the dodges and swing in the right direction. I like mm-hmm. that. I just, I just don't like the, I just don't like having to set the controller down to recalibrate sometimes. Yeah, I did that a lot. A lot of it, yeah, a lot of it feels like, I mean, when you think of, of, of Skyrim sword combat, you think of the Stalfos. I feel yes. like that was like one of the very first core gameplay ideas that they're like, okay, we want to make a game where like a dude with a lot of arms <laughs> has his swords in a way such that you can only yeah, hit just him to, just one to, direction. Just to clear, clarify, because I haven't played this game in a thousand years. Stalfos is the guy with the two swords. You got to swing. He's like, the skeleton. I think, doesn't he have like, gotta, he has like six arms in yeah. the game, right? Or and, he, four and you got to like get through the swords, yeah. right? I know there's a, Kalactos has a bunch of arms. I think Stalfos has more than Ooh. two, but either way, yeah, he like, will put his arms in and hold his sword so you can only hit him one way, which is just, like, a very cool concept. Because, you know, like, they had to make an entire fucking attachment for the Wii Remote to let you do that in the first mm-hmm. place. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you just and gotta poke him. Sometimes you just gotta do a jab. Sometimes you, you just poke him. Sometimes you just gotta do the jab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I do appreciate that Skyward Sword wasn't gonna be baby shitty twilight princess combat and and i say this as a as a as a person who loves twilight princess it's one of my favorite zelda games it's Mm -hmm. maybe a hot take but i don't care um but i prefer twilight princess controller than twilight princess waggles yeah and uh the fact that they commit to making you swing in directions as as opposed to just doing waggles is good and i like that because yeah i only played twilight princess with i never played the gamecube version until like same later and so i'd only played it mm. with the the swingy wiimote and it's just it's fine there's just no reason for it's it just, it doesn't mean yeah that. Need i see it. what they were trying to do but like it's it's not perfected and so it's like you might you should just play the game with the controller you should just play the original gamecube yeah. not reversed map version of it no. There, there's no reason not to mm-hmm. i think that that kind of goes back to one of the more unforgivable things about zelda as a series is that starting with twilight princess when they made it a Wii game like that was I, I remember reading an interview in Nintendo Power back in the day where I guess it was an interview with Aonuma who said yeah we flipped it so people you know 90% of the population is right-handed incorrectly and they and that kind of like link became right-handed going forward because in every other game he was always a lefty yeah. so I always held that little that little bit of representation and I've been betrayed by Aonuma and everyone at Nintendo and I deserve an apology, I think. It really is wild that they flipped the, just flipped the entire everything. They flipped the, entire the whole map. Worlds. And you're a lefty, right, Max? So it's like you had to play right-handed. Yeah. I, I didn't, though, is the thing. You never, like... The, it doesn't make it, you... There's no reason to play it with... Like, there's never any point where the position mm-hmm. of your controller Right, matters. that's a good point. It just matters... Yeah, I, I, yeah, that makes sense. 
And, and, and that was always what was weird about me. Maybe it's because being a lefty, I'm used to like having to do things right-handed because it's not designed for me. Like scissors, I don't know. I don't have left-handed scissors. I'm do I do it right-handed because I've always like I had to basically teach myself how to do it that way. Um, and with Zelda, I never felt a disconnect of holding the Wii Remote in my left hand and Link swing a sword in the right because it never bothered me. So I don't. I truly don't know what Aonum was on about when he was like, "It'll feel better for righties if it matches their hand." It's like when can I you play, play a this game, game left-handed. Can I what? Can you play Skyward Sword left-handed? Yep. Well, like again, it it, it you it, can't it's swap gesture it. Yeah, like you just hold the Wii yeah. Remote in the the opposite hand, but like there's no way for mm-hmm. you to like go into the game and change the settings and make it so that Link holds the sword in the left South hand. Southpaw mode. Yeah. Yeah. My immersion, it's broken. Link is holding oh, the sword. The, oh, oh, never See, game of the I year. I think. Um, I kind of think that the motion control could. Be, well, sorry. From an accessibility standpoint, it's garbage, yes. and yeah, of course, because of, of that, course, it, it goes in the Thanks, trash. Nintendo. Like, like that sucks. Uh, but for me, uh, one thing that I've learned a lot from like gyro aiming, and uh, also like they've just in, uh, for the Skyward Sword remake, they're gonna put it on the analog stick. Is yeah. that theoretically, by putting a, an attack on a motion or on a stick, you can use that button for something else. Uh, but I mean, Skyward Sword doesn't really do that at all, and neither does. Breath yeah. of the Wild, or uh, I I fucking forget Sky, uh, fucking Twilight Princess. There we go. My brain, <laughs> my brain took a second. Uh, but I mean, the fucking Wii had like no buttons on it, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, good choice though. Good Love song. a skeleton. Love a skeleton. Do you, mm-hmm. uh, I believe whose turn is it to pick now? Is it yours, Max, or is it mine? Um, looking at the ha. No, it's yours because I went first ah, last time. All right. Well, I'll bring something delightful for all of you. Aha. Um, speaking of battle themes, hmm. can we talk about? You know, there's a there's a genre of villain that I don't think gets enough love in video games, which is just uh-huh. the genre of like. Do you mean the gay coded not villain? Not really. The gay coded twink villain. Yeah, the one who's just like just re- gets really nutty with uh-huh. it. Fucked the one up who's Joker just guy. Like a, a, pil- a pillar man or a JoJo villain. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I really love Girahim, uh-huh. and I think everyone who plays this game remembers the nasty tongue boy <laughs> of Girahim, mm-hmm. and I think that Girahim is probably the most memorable fight in this game. Yes, for sure. I would say, mm-hmm. and yes. uh, how suited that he has such a fucking banger of a of a boss battle theme. Yeah, that's the same slap. Very, for me. very good. That's the right. same slot for me. It's, it's good. I, like, I love the fact that um, that when you fight Girahim, it's kind of like he's just messing with you. Like he's yeah. just having a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. So half of the music is just like, better watch out. Better fuck. <laughs> hey, this is a he's, fuck, he's gonna fucking kill you. But then there's also kind of a dancing, dancey sort of vibe to it. I mean, his second phase, uh, the time you fight him, literally puts in some cassinets. Yes, which, I uh, love the cassinets. Yeah. Which, so much. Max, you know me and you know my, we'll get to it eventually, my favorite video game song of all time also has cassinets in it, so <laughs> mm-hmm. that just that just activates me. Yeah. Um, what if Kyrian get fighter jet? 
Yeah, he, listen. Uh, big clangy symbols is really good. I like uh, moving to the the gameplay. The fact that Girahim will grab your sword, take yes. it from you, yes. and then explain explain the boss fight mechanic to you in a way that is like he's taunting you. He's like, ah, uh, the uh, way uh, you uh. telegraph your attacks, it makes it too easy, and it's like, ah, oh, you fucker. I'm not even using one percent of my power right now, Linky boy. Ah, oh, he's so good. Can we, is there anything more fucked up? When you're playing Skyward Sword for the first time, then when you swing at the boss and he just catches your sword, <laughs> he pinches in his it hand. with his like front two fingers. It's so fucking sick. I was a teenager when I played this game, and my solution was okay. I must have to just swing it harder. <laughs> and that's what I thought oh, too. No, you're TV. not alone, Jordan. I, I, oh, no, I had I such threw, a fucking hard time fighting him the my... first time. Oh no! <laughs> God. Yeah, this is he definitely. So Gearheim's not my my favorite boss battle from Skyward Sword because that goes to Kalaktos. But oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Kalaktos is the best yeah, one and then Gear but, is the second Kalaktos, best. Because Kalaktos, if you have played Skyward Sword and just don't remember, is the guy that has like multiple arms and they all swing swords You gotta rip you. the arms off. Yeah. And Big he, middle man. You have to use the whip to pull his arms off and then it's it's just so good. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get to pick up his big sword just like in Wind. Yes! Bash him apart! You pick up his sword and smash him with his own sword. It's so good. Um, but Gearheim, you get to battle him like three separate times and every time you battle him, he gets harder. And he just, I mm-hmm. yeah, the part, where, like you said, where he grabs your sword is just amazing. I love him as a villain. He's my, like you said, that's really the best kind of villain where he's just like mm-hmm. weird. I don't even know why he's like this. He's just I a sword I think of man. also Kuja. Kuja from from Final Fantasy Nine. Uh-huh. It's just like just a weird, weirdly sexual, nasty boy mm-hmm. who's just got got his hog out. Like, <laughs> he's just yeah. there to I mean, he's there to talk. Gearheim's got a bulge. Like I think we don't talk. People don't talk enough about how he's literally just Demise's sword. Like after you beat he's him the third guy. time, Demise is like, okay, come back to me. I am now going to turn you into a sword, just like how Fi is like Link's sword well Mm -hmm. well it's the best is that is that like like there's a part in the fight when he pulls out a sword Mm -hmm. like he's got a sword who's that who's his sword (laughs) who delivers the mailman's mail I will say that when you get halfway through the fight at least the first time and he pulls out that sword uh, it adds a snare drum which is fucking sick love it like like that's the thing about skyward sword is that um it is really fun to clang your swords together. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I guess that's not really an experience that any game has really tried to capture outside of um, one of two choices, which is those uh, sword fighting games that all the white supremacists like to play. Yeah. And then the other one is like VR games. So like, if you're mm-hmm. looking for these experiences and you don't want to be uh, in those crowds, then play Skyward Sword, I guess. You should. I want a mod for Beat Saber that makes the blocks look like Gearhim's sword coming at me. <laughs> so I just got to bash him away. And then, and then when you got a duck under his big nasty tongue, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm also realizing that now? fucking when he, yeah, go okay, ahead. Okay, so what I'm realizing now too is that this is like the first Zelda game that let you replay the boss fights, like at any, like well, not at any time, but once you get far enough in the game, when you get to like the Thunderhead area, the dragon guy like lets you go back and rebattle any boss fights you want uh, at any actually, time. Actually, uh, actually, you can rebattle in Majora's Mask whenever you well, want. Well, that is okay. Mm. 
that is true, but there's only four of them. So, and that's one of them is a goat that you just roll into. So, like, oh my yeah. god, I mean, a perfect boss battle, but it's still just—it's a good fight. It's a good, <laughs> it's fight. a good fight. But this is one of the first times when there's like a solid like ten boss battles, and you can just rebattle them whenever you want to. And mm-hmm. so, I feel like they had to make the battle music really good in this game. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the boss fights in this game are pretty cool. Actually, they, they're pretty much all like really damn fun we mm-hmm. we haven't done an, a zelda episode since i've come up with my uh my zelda thesis my mm-hmm. my written academic paper on zelda mind if i share it please please do so so i i controversially well okay i love zelda and i always have uh-huh. but i i controversially would say that zelda games are not in the traditional sense good games by mm. which i mean that they don't have the best combat the puzzles aren't the best puzzles like the 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 actual moment to moment gameplay of Zelda is pretty pretty middle of the road but the completed package mm-hmm. of all of the different aspects of the game as well as the atmosphere the music and like the the art and the style and the items and all of that comes together to make a very a very satisfying very good game yes. so what mm-hmm. i would say is that Skyward Sword is an, a perfect example of a game that if it wasn't a Zelda game, I would really dislike. But yeah. the things that happen in Skyward Sword are so fucking good and so cool that I I think it's like actually really good. Um, I'm thinking of some of the really cool moments that uh, that happen in Skyward Sword uh, that I'll always think about. Which uh, l- let me just throw one out there: uh, uh, sailing on the time travel lake in the mm-hmm. desert. Oh my god! Yeah, unbeatable. where you can just make a little back in time circle of water around your boat yes. is like. Whoever came up with that deserves a gaming prize. Oh, yeah. Prize. All of the time travel stuff in Skyward Sword is so well executed. It's so cool. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Because Zelda has done time travel so many times. Like, it, it's a yeah. huge time travel game series. But they do it the best in Skyward Sword because they will build entire puzzles around immediately switching back and forth between t- different mm-hmm. times. And then the music changes when you go in the past versus the present. Oh, it's and so like, so like two whole dungeons, like the two desert dungeons, both. And I love the way they incorporate it in the story where they're like, yeah, back like thousands of years ago, their technology was like amazing. And now it's mm-hmm. just gone. And they had this amazing technology that lets you travel back like in this small little zone area. It's just so cool. And mm-hmm. if you ask me, it might be a little subtle nod to the lore because because time travel is a big aspect in the series and now they've created a mechanism by which characters can can go back yeah. and forth and think about it. It's really cool. Well, you you think that when 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 young Link pulls the master sword out in the Temple of Time in Ocarina, he's bonking one of them time stones. Yeah, did you not notice that the stone is directly up top? No, 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 no. The the back in time the sword is in the back in time stone. Yeah, and he pulls so it out. So the world and it is deactivates. perpetually eight years in the past, mm. and then when you pull the sword out, you return to the normal timeline, which is eight is eight years. We've in cracked the it. Now they have to write a brand new Hyrule historic. We just solved it. Yeah. Yeah. Confirmed. Good job, game. Confirmed. Confirmed. Um, Does that mean that the Harp of Ages from Oracle of Ages is like maybe the strings in that harp are made from that ancient uh, like robot technology? The time shift crystals. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like, yeah, no. The, the the resonance of the strings activates the almonds inside the crystal, and you're good to go. Boom, back in time. Can I? Because I always like to come up with with game mechanics on my brain. Uh huh. It's just something I like to do. I think they should have put the time shift uh, crystals in a in a bow and arrow. Like you could shoot the time. Ooh. The time zones. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. 
Yeah. That'd be cool. There was also, you say there were two entire dungeons, but there was actually a third, uh, there was a mini dungeon that involved carrying around a ball. Oh, yeah. That had the time shift in yep. it. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That one mechanic is so good that they used it three times, and it was extremely good every it time. It was. Good as hell. Mm, bring it back, Breath Max, of the Wild, what do, you got, what do you got for us? Okay, I got a, so I'm going to bring what I think is a much more deep cut than either of what y'all brought. Ooh. Because I was listening to this whole OST earlier today as I was building my my plastic Gundam models as I am wont to do. And I noticed so many more songs that I kind of like. It, it's the kind of thing that you only hear once or twice. And then, yeah. you, you know, it, the game kind of glosses over it and you don't hear it a whole lot. And this one song is like it's this very weird, like melancholic, sad feeling that I was listening to. I was like, wow, damn, I never paid attention to it. So this is a song you hear. Early on in the game, when you see your funny little uh, blue ghost lady friend dancing around Skyloft, you gotta chase after her and see where the fuck she's going. And you get your cool sword, which may or may not become the master sword, who could possibly say. But the song that plays when you get this sword is simply called The Goddess Sword. The vibes hit immediately because starting off, you hear, you know, you hear Fi's theme on that pan flute, that very, you know, light, airy version of it. But then you hear this like very rhythmic harp being plucked in the background and like the strings start to come in and you hear these like very light like piano or bells. I can't really tell what they are in the background of it, but it's just this very weird like the train's coming in now too. Awesome. Um... It's like this is weary, like contemplative and, and, and beautiful track that's like weirdly sad. Because I think at this point you go get the sword and then you're like, all right, I'm going to f- go fucking get Zelda. So it's like yeah. kind of where your journey proper starts because you have a real sword. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just this very beautiful track. I really, really like it. I think that the... the uh, I would say that I like the fact that this song is very harp heavy because mm-hmm. the harp is kind yeah. of a... Sort of ah. a physical musical motif in this game. Obviously, there's the goddess harp, I believe mm-hmm. it's called. Yes. Uh, so to have the to have it be very harp driven is very fitting, mm-hmm. which I, yeah. I really like. Yeah, I I have like five different songs that are kind of associated with Phi that, and I guess this one kind of is, even though it doesn't have her name in it. But like, I had like uh-huh. five different songs where I was like, these are all so fucking good and so pretty, yeah. and I don't know if I can choose yes. any of them, and I don't know if I can choose like which one is the best out of all of them. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. you've kind of thrown a wrench into my works, uh, to be honest, Max, because if I bring my song, it's going to be basically the exact same song. Uh, so cool. Good. We'll, fun. We'll see. We'll see, how, we'll see how I'm feeling about it. We'll see. I, I, I like and respect Fi. She never really bothered me a whole lot when I originally played the game. Maybe I was just um, uh, too good at keeping my Wii remote batteries topped up. Um, my my <laughs> complaint about Fi, I like the character. Uh-huh. I like that a lot. Wonderful I, design don't like how you would see a puzzle and say ah this will be a good conundrum and then she would pop up and say master solve the puzzle by pushing the block to the left and i'd say ah (laughs) i didn't ask for this please yeah like the worst one the worst one is is uh is in the ancient cistern which is like the coolest zelda dungeon ever created where you have to literally like lift the giant buddha up 
and then yes. go under it. And, go and not only hell. is there a sign that tells you that you can lift the giant Buddha and go under it, but then Phi will also be like, Master, lift the big Buddha. The solution is down there. And you're like, please, <laughs> let me yeah. play. I do wish there was an option to let her give you less hints. Because, like, yeah. sometimes you just don't want them. Like, I feel like it's no. like you should be able to prompt her if you want, like, an overworld hint, maybe. Because sometimes you don't know what you're supposed to be doing next. Like, maybe give me a reminder what I'm supposed to be doing. But, like, you don't – I don't want an unprompted clue every time I'm trying to solve a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, it really takes away a lot of the, the like, brainness of the yeah. game when Fi just kind of tells you how to play mm-hmm. it. And I will like, say – Come on. I, I, I do, like – you know, I got this from you, Jordan. But I feel like – Zelda's vibes, right? I feel like even with Fi running around telling you how to solve everything, it's still a fun time just because you just get to kind of exist in that space. And, you know, there are certainly times where she doesn't tell you things, but it's just, yeah, no, I obviously agree with, I wish she would, you know, not say as much. I don't expect them at all to fix that in the re-release of Skyward Sword, but... I, I, I like to have around, and again, a lot of that is kind of informed for me personally by Hyrule Warriors because Fi is like really fucking fun to play as because half of her attacks just like have her turn into the goddess sword and slash around with oh, it. Sick. It, it's it, really cool. Nothing brings me more joy than the fact that there's a little you get to you get to hear the little Fi sound in Breath of the Wild if you do the the master the master sword trials. Ooh. That's just that's and it plays the music. Too. That's another. I oh, you know what? What I hmm, I this is like insane YouTube ass fan theory <laughs> wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. What if in Breath of the Wild two Gandorf has the Gearheim sword? Ooh. I would love that. That'd be pretty cool. I think Nintendo is too much of a cowards to ever reference their lore that deeply. Uh huh. Lore exists they're, in one game and in nothing else. Their lore reference capacity. Uh, expe- ex- uh, extends only to the realm of fan service. Yeah. Which is why Fee, or Fi was allowed. I always said Fee. I always uh, said Fee. It's hard to unlearn. Uh, I'm going to keep saying Fee, actually, because that's what I, I'm being <laughs> true to myself. I I grew up saying Ocarina, and I unlearned that bad habit, but I, I'm going to say Fee. Um, it really it really was nice that Fee got to be in Breath uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, but I think that uh, I think that our our uh, Nintendo our Nintendo God Emperors were throwing us a bone, um, and they're laughing at us <laughs> if they ever expected us to mention. Because when I, I remember yeah. when Breath of the Wild came out, I was like, oh, the Koroks are there, and so are the Rito. So this must be a sequel to Wind Waker that takes place many years in the future. And then Nintendo was like, actually, it's its own thing. So I have we haven't a made th- a sequel to Wind Waker. I have a theory about Breath of the Wild and where it fits into the timeline because, like, so. Mm-hmm. After Ocarina of Time, there is a three-way split in the in the Zelda canon. Uh, one mm-hmm. is to Wind Waker, one is to Twilight Princess, and one is to A Link to the Past. Um, so my theory is that Breath of the Wild. I thought one of them was to Wind. I thought I thought that I thought that it was Wind Waker. No, it was Breath of the Wild. Or Wait, it was, it was Ocarina. Th- Wind, Waker, it was Wind Ocarina. Waker is in the timeline where Link dies. Nope. In the, yeah, in the Link, Waker's in... Link dies in the timeline that gives a Link to the Past because that's like the darkest timeline. Yeah, that's where Gan comes back and starts causing crime. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. What it is is that uh, Wind Waker takes place. They even say this at the beginning of the game. It's that it takes place in the world where Link doesn't show up to the to the fight. He just never shows up. And so the goddess has to flood the entire planet to, uh, oh, to stop right, Ganon. Oh, right, because it's, because it's the... Um, the child timeline. Yeah, because it's the timeline where... Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yes. But yeah, so so all thinking? three are different timelines. My theory is that Breath of the Wild is like at the 
end of the Zelda timeline, but it, it like all three of the other timelines have converged back into one again. Like they've just remerged back into one timeline. So it's kind of like a sequel to mm-hmm. all three different splits at that point. No, I'm, I I'm think right it's there with funniest. you. I think it's funniest if it if it uh, if it takes place. Because obviously Koroks and and uh, Rido mm-hmm. are Wind Waker exclusive, yes. and the reason I think that it belongs after Wind Waker timeline is specifically because of how funny and angry I think fans <laughs> would be if it was like post uh, Spirit, like Spirit Tracks is is you know the world has unflooded uh-huh. by Spirit Tracks. Uh-huh. It takes place in the Wind Waker continuity. Uh, Koroks and Ritos, right? And then uh, Link creates a railroad infrastructure all over the world that allows Hyrule to sort of expand outward, right? Mm-hmm. It builds all these things and all these cities are being developed, right? And then and then uh, they discover ancient technology and, and thousands of years pass and then there we go. Now we're bada in Breath of the Wild time. Yeah. And I just think, I think Breath of the Wild being a sequel, an indirect sequel to Spirit Tracks is just the funniest option. Yeah, it is, that, that's the true ending Yeah, right there. I do love the idea of Wind Waker finally getting a sequel. Wind Waker 4! Yeah, no, they, it's, 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 it's the sequel to Wind Waker 3 Spirit Tracks. <laughs> they went from Wind Waker to Wind Waker 3, who only Nintendo could think of something so bold. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that in Breath of the Wild 2, most of it takes place in the Tower of the Ocean King or whatever it's called. Oh, God. You have to go into Hyrule Castle every single time you, you do, like, in. a shrine. You have to keep coming back. <laughs> it's a fucking... No, and also, because it's in 3D, and that whole thing was, like, a glorified stealth mission, it's just... You have to keep sneaking through Hyrule oh. Castle and Ocarina of Time, and it plays the, the music also as you're doing it. Oh. <laughs> God, Jordan, evil. we're really good at making better Zelda games. I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, let's let's bring it to our second round of picks. Okay. What you got, Steph? Ah, uh, let me. Uh, hmm. Okay. Yeah, here's when the difficulty begins. I'm gonna pull. Okay, so we kind of talked about this really briefly earlier in the in the server about how it does still count if it's a rearrangement of a song that's not originally from Skyward Sword because they did do a new version yes. of the song. And I didn't originally pick this track. I, I love this one. I didn't originally pick it, but I'm going to go with Zelda's Lullaby. why I picked this track is, I mean, it sounds beautiful anyway, but the specific reason that this is, it works so well in this game is because of how they use Zelda's lullaby in this game. Because it comes up exactly at the point in the game, it's like maybe halfway or two-thirds of the way through the game, where you've beat the first few dungeons and Zelda basically says you, you have to go back in time. And she says, I have to put myself to sleep for like a thousand years in this crystal while, like, to seal demise away and then eventually I'll wake up again in the in the present time and so you have this really heartfelt goodbye with Zelda while Zelda's lullaby is playing while she's about to go to sleep for like a thousand years and I just love that moment it's it's one of my favorite parts of Skyward Sword I think that one of the best things that Skyward Sword does is like actually build a relationship between Link and Zelda Mm -hmm. in a way that like kind of motivates the character 
in a way that doesn't really happen in other games. Yeah, well... Like, they tr- basically, they yeah. try to have, like, a story where characters talk to each other. Well, yeah. she's not Which a has princess. never happened in this... So... No, she's just regular. They're just, like, people who talk. They're friends. And, like, they're just, like, hanging out. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, in Ocarina of Time, the game that everyone likes that I have other <laughs> opinions about, uh, I don't fucking know why Link is doing anything. I don't know. Because he wants uh, because to. Because the He's Deku bored. tree told him to. Like in, in Waker, there was a, you know, it was your family, you know, it was your sister that kind of sets Link out. In Ocarina of Time, it's because Link is bored and he's, <laughs> it's just like Yakuza, he's just chasing that content. It's, he didn't want to, uh, because what happens if he stays in Kokiriville, he doesn't hang around fucking Mito all the time. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. <laughs> is, is I just Skyward- think that it's, I, I think that as horrible as it probably is on a replay, because I haven't replayed Skyward Sword, and I know the intro is unbelievably, possibly unbearably long. It's fine. I think it sets up the stakes well. It does? It gives you motivation to play. Is Skyward Sword the most anti-monarchy Zelda game? Because it's like the only Zelda game where there's no royal family. Yeah, the royal family Mm. hasn't existed They don't exist. Zelda's just some girl, and you're just friends. She is, like, descended from Hylia or whatever, so she is, like got the goddess blood but like she's not royal she's just i like how there's at least three maybe more songs in the soundtrack that are just like romance the kissing song Mm -hmm. lincoln zelda (laughs) want to smooch but gruce is there gruce's romance theme though gruce's romance (laughs) (laughs) they want you to know they want you to know that there's well there is no kissing in this zelda game i don't think uh but they (laughs) Maybe an HD version, who knows? Yeah, an Fingers HD crossed. version. An HD version. It's like a it's like those people who were like, I want a mature Zelda game. I want a Zelda game where they where, where there's where they fuck. I want to dismember a moblin. I want to cut a moblin's head off and then I want Wink to get his dick out. They could have let you been completely nude in Breath of the Wild and they were cowards. They should have. They didn't. They should have. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild 2, Gendor's gonna pop it up. It would have been fucking t- tasteful, hog out. Tasteful. Tasteful nudity in Breath <laughs> yeah. of the Wild. Yeah, you're just Good, wind gliding on wonderful. your like paraglider, and you're just dick out, just flopping in the wind, <laughs> just dangling, flopping, flopping in the over wind, the like, a, like a little, Hyrule. You know the things at airports that tell you which direction the wind is blowing, yeah. and it would have gameplay benefits because like you would need to oh. track the direction of the wind to maximize your glide time. So yeah. you gotta get a little peek at it, <laughs> yeah. and then that'll tell you which way to turn. True, we've developed an entirely new physics system for Lynx Dingus. Perfect. You know what pisses me <laughs> off? They keep saying that because they're like. Oh, Skyward Sword's coming out. This is the game that originated the paraglider. And I'm like, it did fucking not. No, it didn't. It not- what is, who is talking? What the fuck did they? It's It lets you slow your descent. Yeah. You can't move with but it. But Wind Waker. It's got the sailcloth. Wind Waker had the leaf. Oh my God, you're the right. Leaf. It had the leaf. So I mean, Skyward leaf. Sword did not invent paraglidings. For Zelda. It's called the... It's not even a... It's literally just a big cloth. It's the fucking mm-hmm. sailcloth. What are they talking about with that? I don't know. I, I think part of the reason I don't want to include Breath of the Wild in my list of favorite Zeldas is to spite the, like, people who are too weird about that game who are like, this is the best game ever made. It's like, play it's a different not, game. It's not, though. It's a great game, but it's, it's not, not the best game ever made. I know. I mean, to to track my to track my my thesis on Zelda, I wouldn't put Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild as the best Zelda game because it's like barely a Zelda game because it mm-hmm. exactly has like gameplay oh, and yeah. mechanics. It's, it's like my ninth that favorite I... Zelda game. I do have it ranked mm-hmm. among the other Zelda games, but there's like nine other games that come before it, or like eight, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's a good game. between worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Huh. Um, All right, Jordan, what you got? Well, this is uh, challenging for me because I didn't yeah. realize that you were going to bring something that was kind of in the same vibe as as what I was going to bring. Mm-hmm. So I will throw it to you, Max, to ask whether I keep my important but similar, very similar vibe song, or maybe I bring something that's a little more of a heavy hitter and put mine to the side. What do you think I should do? Um, hmm. W- do we will want, do we want a true do we want a list that is maybe a little less well balanced but true to ourselves or do we want something with more distribution that maybe isn't my true feelings? No, we we need to be true to ourselves in this podcast okay. because we're always right. You're right. We're always right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, then my next pick is Feast Theme. So here's here's what here's what I like about feast theme, and I think this kind of goes to uh, the whole game. Mm-hmm. Is that I think that because of the fact that uh, Skyward Sword, Skyrim Sword is kind of the not really the creation myth of Zelda, but like the origin story of Zelda. It kind of is the creation myth of Zelda. It is kind of the creation myth of Zelda. Uh, that it offers. It has a little bit of a spiritual side to it that a lot of the other games don't. I mean, well, what I'll say is that like. So, like, Ocarina and maybe even, like, Wind Waker and those kinds of games have sort of a a spirit... The spirituality of Zelda is, like, you know, the Temple of Time. Like, a big church with a big, you know, like, a choir in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that the spirituality aspect of this game is more so- sort of tailored towards, like, Eastern religion. Like, there's the ancient cistern, right? Which big, is big just, Buddha. like, yeah. Buddha, Buddha temple. So this uh, has sort of like zithers, and it has like uh, you know either a pan flute or I kind of hear it as like a shakuhachi, like that kind of okay. wi- woodwind sound. That uh, I think it's really nice, and I like that this is you know the, who this character is, and what their role in the actual story is. I don't know. I, I I really like it, and I like that it comes at the end of like you're you're kind of chasing this ghost around town, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I don't like. What Fee does in the game, but I do like Fee as a character. Yeah, I like Fee. What, what also I really <laughs> like about Fee more speculative. Girahim has like a quote unquote normal human form, so it implies that Fi does too. I want to know what like human Fi looks like. Mm. I mean, I feel like the form that we see her in, like I know it's not quite human because it's not quite the same as how Girahim's is but I feel like that's kind of like analogous to what his human form is she just kind of floats though yeah, yeah she well, just kind of floats around yeah the, the final time you fight Girahim he does he gets that like metallic sheen to him and yeah his he eyes becomes go like a robot and everything so he looks like the same as how Fi looks that's so true. like Maybe maybe she just went too nutty with maybe she was Do like you know sealed what it away was? for too long it was the Nintendo learned there because you know Everyone likes Midna. Midna's cool. We love Midna. Um, but what people don't like about Midna is when she turns into like a weird lady at the end. I don't. People don't I'm like that. Personally, some people I, I love well, it. I like, but I like people, some people. I think love people it. love it a little too much, pick. Jordan. Hmm. I think people love it a little too much. I think it 
depends because some people. I think I think I think I have to mm-hmm. ask the question of which is worse: people who love the yeah. when Midna turns into a normal lady too much, or people who love Midna as she is oh, uh, that's presented true. in the game yeah. too much? Because both extremes are actually very less, very less bad. Two yeah, people should mm-hmm. just not be horny for Midna, and that's like the no, end. No, if story. you're horny for Midna, yeah. please turn off this podcast. And yeah, maybe, this is not like, for you. No. This is not for you. Uh, but Midna is just kind of like a like a fun little goblin gremlin. Um, but what I'm saying is that as a controversy of Midna turning into just like a weird looking lady at the end, maybe they didn't want to do that with Fee. They were like, let's keep Fee as like a cool robot friend and let's not give her a human-ish f- form. Um, because then maybe people will draw lots of horny art about her. <laughs> but then they still made Girahim, and like, I mean, I don't know. Well, that's the thing, is that know. Nintendo had, had yet to learn, this is a pre-Bowsette Nintendo, they didn't know mm-hmm. the how much oh. free publicity you could get by having but, people be horny yeah. at your video games. That's the, true, the and I guess people are less horny, I mean, okay, I don't want to say people are less horny about male characters, because there's definitely a lot <laughs> never of people never. who are horny about male characters, but they're horny in such a different way about it. And yes, so, I, yeah. It's kind of different to have, like, the weird, sexy twink sword man be like yeah. that than, than to have, like, sexy sword lady be like that. There's a, there's mm-hmm. a difference. Right. They were trying mm-hmm. to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plausible deniability. Oh, I also like uh, in Feast theme that there's just some, like, big gongs and bells in the background. That's yeah. Really nice. I'd love to hear a bell and a chime and a gong in a music. It really, it really helps with the atmosphere. I just think that Fee is a really cool character, um, and I think that the game kind of does her dirty, but I like the idea of, like, the Master Sword personified as a as a gameplay element, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Th- that's the thing, like, Skyward Sword made it so that you realize the Master Sword has always been this sword lady, so fucking, where's the other one? Where's the Dark Master Sword? Can I use it in that's the a- Squeakquel? Once again, Zelda is afraid to ever talk about the lore again. They got it. They don't like to do it. They're cowards. Except for when when they put out the expansion path with Breath of the Wild and all of the quests are like, hey, look at this fucked up thing that comes from a different game. Anyway, goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They did do that. And like, Breath of the Wild was really good for being like, we have named 10,000 locations on this map of Hyrule. And (laughs) the fact that there's a Lineback Island makes me so happy. Yeah, there's just so many references. He discovered it himself. Yeah. He discovered it in Slimebeck Island. He died there. <laughs> it was his last, it was the only thing he ever did with yeah. his life as he died on Slimebeck Island. <laughs> also, can, can I say though, no one no one named the land underneath the clouds underneath Skyloft Hyrule. As far as we know, the first person to give it a name was Groose and calling it Grooseland. Yes. So I think we should start respecting it. It's Grooseland to me. You're right. Yeah, that is it is that is the original. It's kind of like, uh, I mean, there were people living on, hey, you know what else is fucked up about, um, about Skyward Sword, Skyrim Sword? Skyrim Sword. You get down, you get down there, right? Uh And there's a couple people living there already of, of, uh, creature races that are never seen again, right? Kikwis and Magmas. Kikwis and Magmas. And I think the Kikwis, I would guess, are like, you know, Kikwi, Kokiri, Korok, blah, 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 right? Like. Plant little dudes. forest guys. Little guys. Uh, Magmas, I don't know what the fuck, who the fuck are they? They never show up again. There is they one, in, Gor- uh, there is one Goron yep. in, in Skyward <laughs> One Sword. single Just Goron. Just a, a normal, normal default Goron mm-hmm. who is just there and he's just like, hey, I'm a Goron, I'm regular. And <laughs> they is. don't, like, they, like, are the Gorons, like, the original 
beings of the earth were they like the first is it like the the fucking dwarves in lord of the rings like they were well the elves and then the elves are the fucking kikui right like the The elves are are the fucking hylians well i feel like the hylians are Okay, I was gonna say the Hylians are like the Valar, but no, that the, Val- okay, yeah, the Valar okay. would be like Din and Furor and uh, See what Naru. I'm thinking here's mm-hmm. my here's my here's my co- Zelda cosmology, okay? Mm-hmm. So the the Kikui, Korok, Kokiri, those like forest sprite people, right? They were the mm-hmm. original beings who were first there first, okay? The Gorons are like the dwarves, so they came after but they also get to live forever. I don't think we ever hear about Gorons dying. Oh wait, they do die. They can die of of like they don't death need causes. Rocks. They can die they can, from dragon. They can die if they starve to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who among or if us? They though? get killed by monsters. Um, and then the humans, the Hylians, were created by the goddess, and they put them up on a big island. But they they die natural deaths. They they are they are mortal. Yeah. So they sure. are the men. They're the men, and then they came to they came down from the sky, event mm-hmm. later. So, confirmed? Um, I think confirmed. that's confirmed. Yeah. Addendum. Addendum. Fi and gear him on Maiar. Yeah, yeah, I think you're just right about that. And Demise is, and Demise is just Morgoth, right? Yeah, Demise like, is Morgoth. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like Hylia is oh, probably I'm just... Oh, I'm sad now. <laughs> I'm sad now because if Demise is Morgoth, then that would make Girahim, like, his lieutenant, his Sauron. Well, that, like means, his, and... that means that Goma is Ungoliant. Fuck. Okay. So we're getting say, we're getting places. Can I say my girlfriend and I have like hours ago before we talk about any of this made plans to watch cuz she hasn't seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. So we're going to watch Fellowship of the Ring tonight after this recording. So very very auspicious that we're talking about this I right now. I keep thinking about like should I do an extended watch? Yeah. It's I, a 3 I, hour and 48 minute movie and I'm going to have a great time showing it to gotta. her. Are you watching the extended? Why the fuck wouldn't I? Fuck yeah. You get to see Bilbo's trolls. You don't get to we see Tom Bombadil, though, or his Thank hot God. elf wife, his elf GF. That's the one thing about Zelda that they did. <laughs> that's the extended, extended cut. There's no t- Tom Bombadil and his, that's that's really the uh, the e-girl and her podcaster. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing they did better about Zelda is that there's no Tom Bombadil equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> the y- yet. Kibora. Breath of the Wild 2 hasn't come out yet. You don't know. Hmm. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Max, round round us out. What do you yeah, got? Yeah. Um, oh boy, I, I I'm I'm also struggling because I got a lot of things I could pick, a lot of things that I quite want to pick. I feel like we've had a very interesting mix so far. Um, but I'm also going to be true to myself and have a, a end up with a less balanced um, less balanced list overall. This is a game where it's like pretty much confirmed that Link and Zelda like each other, right? Like, it's not subtext, it's pretty much text. I want to talk about a little track called Romance in the Air. Similar style. Okay. Uh-huh. This is this is the track I think of when I think of Skyward Sword. This is the one that always sticks in my mind for some reason, and I think it's because I mean, from an actual musical standpoint, it's like the woodwinds are syncopated in this really interesting way. 
like they're played on the offbeat of the song and it's like this very light it almost like it, it, it almost sounds like there's like some irish like ballad it, it's a very interesting sort of a pseudo nautical instrumentation mm -hmm, yeah it's like it, it's 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 on the offbeat it's like ska it's it's ska in the sky and it's it's like dude these cool marching drums that come in the second loop but it's just like I, I don't know, I listen to it and it makes me want to just like, it makes me feel like I'm in fucking Ireland or Scotland looking out and like morning fog or something I like, like that. I imagine that I've just finished watching the hit movie Artemis Fowl and the credits are rolling. With <laughs> <laughs> the, the wind underneath your Let loft the wind wings wings. carry at your back and the sun and and what if Josh Gad <laughs> shit out his doo-doo ass? What if, what if Josh Gad was a magma? <laughs> what if Josh Gad made dirt on camera and then he made fun of people who had celiac disease? <laughs> What if he you unhinged get Josh, his Josh jaw? Gad. Yeah, Josh Gad is hiding in a treasure chest in the Earth Temple, and he's your item for there. You gotta use him to eat the dirt to get to the boss. Uh, uh, the track is good, though. I like it. Lincoln Zelda's cute to yeah, me. Yeah, that's a good choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's fun. I just, I just think it's good that they had a Zelda game where Zelda got to be like a presence in the game. Yeah, like like the which is like more one important of the than anyone else in the game. Three really. times that it's ever happened in the entire series. Oh. It's like, like, okay, I'm going to say some nice things about Spirit Tracks real quick. So if you don't want to hear that, cover your ears. Okay, I'm covering okay? my ears. <laughs> At least Zelda is there for the whole game. Like Zelda yeah, is just your cool constant. Ghost. She's just a ghost and she hangs out with you. The mm -hmm. game is called The Legend of Zelda and Zelda's barely in any of them. So if at least one of them, like I'm trying to think of which are the most Zelda heavy Legend of Zelda games. This one's probably uh, up there. Yeah. This one, um, Breath of the Wild. Breath. Uh, I mean, she's in some cutscenes. She's one of the only characters more, who talks to you. Uh, that's more than you can say about a lot of them. Mm -hmm. So fair enough. Part of me, I, mm. I'm so close to wanting to say a link between worlds, but then, but I know I'm just thinking of Hilda. Yeah. The whole time, you're thinking oh, fucking, of you got Hilda on the brain. So which you she's always, cool Zelda. You've always thinking about cool Hilda. Zelda. Yeah. yeah, she's goth Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. Wind Waker, I mean, she's fucking around all the time as Tetra. Well, yeah, fair enough. Oh yeah, um, Wind Waker. She's, sure. She shows up like twice in 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 uh, Twilight Princess in her like horrible cringe Organization Thirteen robe. Oh what my god, yeah. Why Hot is she wearing Zelda. that? Fuck Worst yeah, Zelda dude. design. I just don't care for it. It's it's, it's pretty it's pretty terrible yeah. in that game. And then she's in like and that. then she's in Ocarina of Time. Everyone, the best Zelda game ever made. The uh, ten out of ten <laughs> best game since uh, Minecraft. Uh, she's in that game like twice. Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I guess, no, you see her a lot as Sheik. As spoilers! Oh, wow. I like how the only way that Nintendo can shoehorn Zelda into a game is by pretending that Zelda's a different <laughs> a different person. I think you can argue when that, like, some of the best Zelda games don't even have Zelda even remotely in them. And, like, I'm gonna say Majora's no. Mask and... Yeah, she's not uh, a Majora's Mask. Majora's yeah. Mask and Link's Awakening, two of my all-time favorite Zelda games, and Zelda's mm -hmm. just not there. But you get to play as her in uh, Wand of Gamelon. That so. is true, oh, and she true. looks game really good in that game. To she me. looks. She, she has a cool like little romper she, outfit, and yeah. she throws a book at Ganon and and saves Link. So yeah. I think that best. I mean, by that metric, Wand of Gamelon is the best Zelda game. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't and, think anyone and, would argue that. Well, Wand of Gamelon is the best Zelda game, and uh, and then Majora's Mask is the worst Zelda game because it has no Zelda in it. So uh. absolutely, if they don't fucking. 
if they don't fucking let us they're, play a Zelda in Breath of the Wild you think that they're going to let you play a Zelda in Breath of the Wild I know the they Wild. won't, but I'll be mad about it still. <laughs> yeah, you can be mad. You can just say, I'm going to be mad at Breath of the Wild 2 for not letting us <laughs> play Zelda. This is a promise, Doug Bowser. That's, o- that's okay. What but if... Don't, don't delude yourself. What if they let you play as Linkle, though? Fucking <laughs> going back to high everyone play Hyrule Warriors. You can play as fucking Linkle. You can play as Marin in Who that the game. Who the fuck is Linkle? Hold on. Linkle's a girl link who has crossbows. Why does it wait, is she like from is she from the crossbow training cinematic no, universe? Just no, Hyrule she's from Warriors. Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> I know she, that. She, but she why, is the like, most like this is my OC Linkle. It's Link but a girl. Oh my but God, she fucking rules. She has fucking... she dual wheels crossbows, Jordan. Yeah, she's from she's okay, she's from the alternate universe where Link was a was a is a girl and also uh crossbow Link's crossbow training was good. Look at the design I look at the image of Linkle I posted in chat and tell me she's not cool as fuck. I think she's pretty cool. She's, I just I just didn't know she existed. If, I've never played this game. If she wasn't a female version of Link, I would be like, she seems really cool. But like, mm-hmm. why does she have? Yeah. <laughs> how does she mm-hmm. reload her crossbows if she's dual wielding them? It's Hyrule Warriors. She just it. fucking wishes it into existence. Okay. It's like fucking Reaper from everyone's favorite game. She just throws them on the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah, she she just pulls. It, 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 that's why her boots are so high because she got a bunch of extra ones stored in there. Yeah, pretty cool. Hyrule Wars is a good game. Is it? Yeah. Why am I looking at... I'm looking at, at Linkle's Zelda wiki page, and for some reason, Gearahim has just popped up in You can play as Gearahim that... in that game, too. Oh, boy. He, he's cool. He throws his knives. He uses his cool... He doesn't... <coughs> he doesn't I don't think he... Tur- does he... I don't remember if he turns into his actual sword form, but he uses his cool, like, curved sword that he actually fights with in the games. I just... That's pretty you can cool. play as Love looking at pictures. You can play as Marin. We gotta do a Twilight Princess episode on this podcast so I can talk about how much I like that game for the vibes. It has an amazing it's soundtrack. Midna's Lament. Twilight it Princess really is a good Zelda game, it. and people, if mm-hmm. you understood my my thesis, uh, then you would understand Sam why Sky or uh, Twilight Princess is good. But people you said don't. Sam under- just now. But people are deluded into thinking that Zelda games are like, like about the gameplay. And uh, and because of that, they for some reason think that Skyward or fuck, they think that Twilight Princess is bad, and they also think that so. My take about Twilight Princess is it's not a bad game, but it is my least favorite Mm -hmm. console Zelda game. It's my least favorite of all the 3D Zelda games, and like it is probably like my tenth or eleventh favorite Zelda game overall. Which doesn't mean it's a bad game. I just have it's just not as good as a bunch of other Zelda games to me. Yeah. It feels so, like, middle of the road, comparatively. Like, you think of Wind Waker, and the whole thing is sailing, and then you think of the main gimmick of Twilight Princess, and it's like, doggy, Dog. and that's cool. I mean, dog mode like, is pretty good. It, yeah, but, like, I, I feel like outside of that, the, Twilight Princess doesn't really do a whole lot. Like, the whole Twilight Realm thing was, like, basically nothing. I don't know. I love the aesthetic of it. I love how, like, the characters are, like, Top-level freakishness in that game. The characters game. Yeah, are weird, good. I the dungeons disagree are really well about the aesthetic. I don't like the aesthetic at all. Everything looks like it was put through a poop filter. But Well, it was, what, 2006? I mean, well, yeah, but so, it's yeah. on the same system as Skyward Sword, though. And Skyward Sword looked really pretty. So yeah, that, that fucking also, like, filter can't be beat. I think that my brain has adjusted brown out because one of my favorite games ever is Bayonetta, and that game is brown as fuck. So mm-hmm. yeah, fair. Sequel was blue Unf- as fuck. Unfortunately, games that came around that time were just were just diarrhea colored <laughs> forever. I'm glad we got better. Thank God. Yeah. Um, those are our six though. Let's uh let's list them again. We got Stalfos, Girahim Battle. 
uh, the, the, the goddess Bal sword. Goddess sword. I am so baffled Steph, you brought Zelda that no one by. said Ballad of the Goddess. I'm so baffled. Well, this well technically, Steph, you did, but backwards. Well, that's yeah. true. I did say this it is back. the thing about slappers. Only yeah, I've I've realized something. I've realized something, um, and it's not a, it's not a problem with us because we're always objectively correct. But yes, true. The guest formula means that our lists are always really weird. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's okay because it means that like the best, that like the most obvious picks, everyone's afraid to bring them because they're like, well, I want to bring my two special songs. Mm -hmm. So like when we did Persona Five, we didn't bring like half of the good songs that everyone likes. Um, and that's just okay. That's okay. That's just how guests, that's just how guests, we're Sorry not going to pick it. nine, we're not going to pick nine songs. We tried that one time and it was too hard. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, so absolutely So whenever not. we do a guest, uh, a guest episode, it always gets extra weird. And I'll tell you one thing, I wouldn't have voted for Ballad of the Goddess. Hmm. Too obvious. Yeah. Too obvious. I, I have a really hard time, like, even though I think it's one of the best Zelda main theme songs of any Zelda game. I have a really time hard time voting for the main theme as like the best or favorite song from something. Like yeah. it's it is really mm -hmm. good, but then it's like okay, but like look at all these other things. It's, it's exactly hard. yeah. That's that's how slapper. That's how we operate on slappers yeah. only, right? Yeah, we don't want to yeah. pick. We don't pick. Oh, if we did fucking ocarina of time and we just pick the main theme it's like yeah no fuck who, off yeah. who no. cares that's we, why we we'll, get a little more spicy yeah. than that so we got to get spicy and that's why it's fun to do guest episodes where you really got to assess your priorities mm -hmm. um, we break the formula it's good all right let's uh let's do we do honorable mentions first or do we we do honorable mentions first yeah hey can i bring can i just bring two real quick two real yeah, quick ones uh, also, we didn't talk about the Overworld Sky theme, which is really, really funny. It's good. It's mm. Mario Galaxy music to me, but it's not my favorite. Pretty much, yeah. Let's just real quickly. I just did. Just I just want to get it out there. I want to get it out into the episode for your uh -huh. ears. Uh, Grusis theme. Yeah. Grusis theme is very good. Grusis theme is a, is was a meme at a certain point. <laughs> uh, that was really great. Remember, remember, Grusis theme goes with everything. That was it classic. Um, so we just let's just all take a moment and just appreciate Grusis theme which is playing right now mm -hmm. uh, i almost picked it it was I, very close i do i do love that grease's theme gets like four fucking remixes in yes! this game. Like, because it's, it's good they got it in one they they use that motif more than basically anything else in this game because they know that grease is everyone's special little guy Aww. it's just really <laughs> um, good and then i want to talk about do you remember that episode of jimmy neutron where uh carl weezer has a bad dream about a giant feral lima bean with big teeth yeah, i do remember that unfortunately well uh the, I, it's funny because so does nintendo because they put that giant lima bean in this game um <laughs> and it's like the dumbest boss fight one of them in the series um uh, but i do like that it plays like some fucking godzilla ass music as you as you fight like some just straight out of a kaiju mu movie music as you fight the imprisoned God, that imprisoned that, that is imprisoned is the temple of the ocean king of this game. So you fight that fucker like what three times? You fight Each him three time times and he's the different. dumbest looking creature in the world, but he does play cool Godzilla. His music, music slaps him. and he looks so stupid. Yeah. He got big toes. He's just got, he's got legs <laughs> and a tail. He gets extra limbs when you fight him. Yeah. He's just a giant avocado to me. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. With teeth. Why do like his... why did they why did he look like that? I don't know. What was that? But I'm happy he's there because then we get the Grusinator. 
and the Crusaders. Oh, also, I'll throw out their um, Cistern music if we're talking about like cool Eastern religion-inspired music in the mm-hmm. in my Zelda games. Uh, Ancient Cistern, yeah. very cool dungeon, very cool uh, music. Lots of like bells and metallophones and choral sounds in the background. Uh, the the uh, dungeon itself is inspired by a, by the story of the spider's thread, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, has the best boss fight in basically in the entire series, I think. Yeah, it's definitely. I'd, up there. I'd say so. Yeah, my favorite. So, I have an ancient, and it's just like yeah. it's probably the most unique Zelda dungeon theme they've done. Well, maybe not ever, because like maybe Stone Tower Temple is a bit more original, but like. The whole idea of like having a heaven and hell dungeon is just very cool to me. Like Zelda yeah. just doesn't do yeah, that. Yeah, and it's got like a, it's just a very weirdly on the nose. Like you don't expect to see a giant Buddha in mm-hmm. your Zelda game. Plus, you get a yeah. see it. I mean, and also, uh, and also, they didn't uh, put like. What, what, what was in Ocarina of Time they had to take out? Like, they had just, like... Oh, a, it was some Islamic chanting of, in the Fire yeah, the, Temple. The, the the Islamic chant that plays, they had to take it out. Yeah, they did that. that Thanks, was, Nintendo. That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just doing a little bit of... Just doing a little bit of cheeky appropriation yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just love to do it. Hmm. Do, do you have any honorable mention stuff? I do. Okay, um... God, this mm-hmm. is so tough because I feel like I have a list of like 20 songs and I'm like, okay, what are my couple honorable mentions? Okay, one of them is Batro's theme. This, oh, I love Batro. This guy is just, I don't know, I don't know where they even got the idea to include this guy. He's just this guy who lives in Skyloft, like kind of like hidden away on the island and everyone's afraid of this monster, but he's just a guy. And yeah, he's just a dude. When you see him, his music is just like kind of whimsical. Like, I don't know. I, I I think it's really cute. It's a it's a good touch to Skyloft to make it like a little bit like you're trying to figure out what this monster is, but he's just nice. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's one honorable mention. Let's try to pick another one. Okay, I'm gonna pick my other one is gonna be specifically the past version of the Lanary Desert. Oh, good one. Yes. Because I was hoping we'd get some of this. The present time music for the, the desert areas is fine. It's it's like just normal mm-hmm. whatever. You're in the desert, it's not anything. But when they when they turn it to the past, it adds they add I don't even know what they add to it, but it just makes it so much more fun and it makes it sound like it's like somehow more modern even though you're going back in time. And the Lanary Desert is probably my favorite region of the whole game because it has like the two oh, yeah. best dungeons in the whole game to me, which are the Lanary Mining Philosy and the Sandship. And just yep. all the past music is just so good. It's it definitely deserves a mention. I want to say, speaking of that, that um, this is like a story for no one. But you ever have those songs that you like have stuck in your head, but then you don't remember what the song is? Yeah, that, that ever happened, happened to me a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so when I played, so that happened with me with the Lanayru mining facility music, um, that boss theme, I'll even play Mm -hmm. it right here. Um, I had that song, I played the game and then I, you know, went on with my life and then I had that song get stuck in my head and I did not know what it was from. I did not know. And that, that song is like kind of, you know, it's, it's a Zelda dungeon. So it has this like eeriness to it. So I was like, why do I have this like weird kind of creepy song stuck in my <laughs> head at all times that I don't remember where it came from or what, what it is or like, had, how do I even look this up? Like, how do I get this out of my head? And then I was watching, um, and fucking years passed, 
years, and I would get that song stuck in my head, and I would ask myself, what the fuck is this song? What is it from? And then I was watching an AGDQ speedrun of Skyward Sword, and they were playing that, and I heard it, and I literally, like, had this <laughs> this fucking religious experience where years worth of anguish and, and torment had just <laughs> exited my body when I finally remembered what that song was. That's so good. That sounds really relieving. <laughs> It was a very powerful <laughs> moment. Um, hey, Max, I wanted to say we didn't mention it. Um, how do you feel about the fact that they put you in this game? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I guess I had more of a bowl cut at the time when the game came out. Uh, my hair is different now, but yeah, blonde dude love bugs. I can't believe that there's a, a, a song on the soundtrack just called Bug Heaven. It's literally <laughs> yeah, Bug that, Heaven. That's, that's and... a place when you walk into my apartment. Yes, I love this <laughs> island. It's just an island you go to and catch bugs and Groose's friend is there. It's just, he just has an island. I love, like, Groose and his friends, obviously they're they're real shitheads at the beginning. Um, I don't mm-hmm. remember, what's it, I can't remember, the Groose uh, and this Stritch? is like Stritch? Yeah, Stritch is the Strix Max and... character. Yeah. Yes, Stritch and, and the then, little guy with the black hair is... He... he mm. I'd say two out of three of them are... Because the other... I think the other one, his like side story is that he's got a crush on a person or something. I don't really care about that. But the fact that like Groose is actually kind of has a heart of gold and has a big redemption arc is really good. And the fact that Stritch is just like this, this weird little bug, this weird bug loving man who's <laughs> just all he cares about is, is bugs. But it's also his biggest secret is that he loves bugs and he doesn't want anyone to find out. Very endearing. Um, mm-hmm. I'll always think about the horrible bug girl in Twilight Princess. <laughs> oh, Agatha. Agatha. Stan Agatha. <laughs> No, Can Agatha, I... Agatha is a child, and she says, she give her a stag beetle, and she says, ooh, please pinch me, it feels so good. And I shake my head, and I, I walk right out that room. SMDH. <laughs> please um, please stop. N- not to be the Hyrule Warriors talker all the time on this podcast, but it's a f- damn shame that they put Agatha in the game, and she fucking sucks to play as, even though all of her attacks are summoning giant spectral bugs to fuck up your opponents. Very, That's very tragic. sad. She has a really nice sad. theme, though. If you when you do do Twilight Princess, her theme music is pretty nice. Yeah, I like Agatha. Um, I have a couple of honorable mentions. Um, Let's I'm do. gonna. So I got Lumpy Pumpkin, which is <laughs> yeah, it's a very funny name. Uh, <laughs> it's the it's the floating island, which is it's basically the Lawn Lawn Ranch, and it even has the dun 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 dun, dun in the background going the whole time. Um, but it's like it's banjo accordion and harmonica very good jordan thank you um there's there's whistles in it it's like basically we can't do a farm up above because we don't have livestock but we got pumpkins what do they what do they eat up there they just eat pumpkin diet did they fish for birds i don't know (laughs) no yeah they throw a pumpkin up (laughs) they they feed the loft wings so many pumpkins that they can't fly no more than they eat them that's how the fucking circle of life works up there. Hey, Skyward Sword is the reason that we have is the first game with degenerating items. Also, just something to think about. Only the shield, though. Yeah, the shield. Yeah. I never really got that one. I didn't get why they you did do. That. You do get. Well, I mean, so it's like it's weird, right? Because the shield degenerates, but you eventually do get the Hylian shield, and that is yeah. invincible. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, Lumpy Pumpkin's great. I don't step on the fucking chandelier. They'll you'll owe them money. Oh god. Um, yeah. But it's just nice. It's nice and idyllic. I just really like you know the whole thing of like with the advanced processing power of the Wii, we are able to have Link hold ten pumpkins at once, and <laughs> there's physics to it. <laughs> yeah. Same with the it's fucking just... bamboo game. I love that bamboo yeah, game. Yeah. Oh, bamboo good. game fucking rules. Yeah. It's so Bam- good. Bamboo slaps. 
Mm -hmm. um, and my other honorable mention is Staff Roll, which is the credits music. It is just so fucking like bombastic. That bass hits you so hard right away. Um, hearing them play it live is like blasted my head off. It was so good. And it, like, it's, you know, this whole suite of like Ballad of the Goddess, and then it plays the Skyloft theme, and it plays Ballad of the Goddess again, and it plays like the main Zelda theme. It just, it is like this beautiful, like really fucking loud track of like, yeah, we got a fucking orchestra, yeah. motherfucker. Listen to this cool song. They really nail the staff roll on like every game. Like I'm just thinking Majora's Mask staff roll slaps. It's mm -hmm. so good. Wind Waker uh, staff roll slaps. Like they just, it always is really well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Nothing like a, nothing like a nice music to put over the credits. Mm -hmm. I personally like Zelda. Just me saying that. Putting it out there. Shall we pick? Shall we? Mm. I think it's time to pick. Yeah. All right. I think, think I've got. I think I've got mine, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, so one, once more for the folks at home, we got Stalfos, we got Girahim Battle, we have Goddess Sword, we have Zelda's Lullaby, we have Fi's Theme, and we have Romance in the Air. I think I know what it is. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's let's see let's see what happens. Okay. Ready? One, right. two, three. Gear Gear battle. Battle. theme. Oh, yeah. I'm the odd one out this time. You want, to, you want to come over to our side, Max, or you want to make your case? No, no, I, I, I I'm not going to put up much of a fight. I, I, I think. Well, make, hmm. well, well, make your, make your, make your case. I, I just, I, I really, I, I think it's more because I just really like Fi, like across the board. I, I think she's quite nice. She's a very cool character. Really, really cool design. I like that she's not your kind of traditional partner character in those kinds of games. Like, you know, she's this weird AI robot sword lady, which is like a cool concept on its own. And never, you know, she never really bothered me a whole lot. And I just really like the weird, like mysterious airiness of her theme. But at the same time, I mean, gear him's the same kind of thing as a fi is. So I'm absolutely willing to hop over the fence and join pervert sword land. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say one thing about fi? Um, and this is just because of my brain. It's not the game's fault. I don't think. But uh -huh. when I played this game, this game came out, what, I mean, it was 10 years ago, right? So it was 2011. 2011. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Or 2010? Yep. No. No, 2011. 2011, yeah, yeah. Um, this game came out only a couple years after Portal 2 and Portal 1. Portal 2 came of, out in 2011. And when Portal 1 came out a few years prior. 2007. Yeah. So it was, you know, kind of a, kind of a, a and, and the internet had been set afire by GLaDOS, Yes. So when this game came out and the AI do you have like an AI companion who kind of makes like robot jokes at you? I was like, is this is this is this Glados? <laughs> this is I don't think it is, but like, is this Glados? <laughs> it's Glados adjacent, I would say, I, not intentionally. I think it. I think it's just a sort of across the board. Everyone thinks a cool robotic AI lady who hangs out with you is a fun thing to think yeah. about. Yeah. And Fi doesn't make fun of you as much as Glados. She's does, not condescending. Good. She just says no. that your batteries suck shit. I kind of wish she yeah, was. Yeah, she makes fun of you for not. She <laughs> what makes if Fi was rude? She she makes fun of you for not getting rechargeables. You ever think about? I I always think constantly about how like we're only recently out of the the world of like your controllers just eating money because you had to go out and buy fucking double A batteries all the time. <sighs> yeah. Just like how your your controller had a. A, a financial cost to use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I do complain a lot about how expensive Joy-Cons are, but I never take into mm -hmm. account the fact that I have never once had to buy batteries for them. So... A pack of yeah. batteries costs like $20 for, you know, 
for like 16 of them. Mm-hmm. And you can go through a pack of 16 batteries in like what? A month? Maybe. What the f- What are you doing? How much hmm? electricity do you use? Huh? Depends on with your batteries? Depends on what you're using them for, I guess. I use recharge I use rechargeable but my my PC Xbox controller takes oh, rechargeables. I true. just recharge them. And they'll die in like, I don't know, 5 hours, 6 hours of gaming maybe mm. um so i mean that's two batteries and if these weren't rechargeable that'd be like six times math which i'm not going to do right now so i would mm-hmm. say like you got to buy a big pack of batteries every month okay. recharge them i mean i guess you know the cost is offset doing it over time as opposed to one big purchase but no that's absolutely a valid point because i'm thinking like i don't think i like like i i have an xbox controller that i use to play like pc games with very sporadically i don't even fucking i don't even have my xbox plugged in but everything else is like rechargeable so i think yeah i absolutely take for granted fucking that good good lithium ion technology and how yeah. often my parents loved to try to use the tv remote and unfortunately the scavenger <laughs> sorry mom i had to the, game <laughs> the fucking mad max scavenging crew has just rolled through town <laughs> and stripped all of your remote controls of their batteries so we could play xbox and wii games yeah, <laughs> had to bowl a perfect three hundred, mom. You can't watch fucking TLC right now. I need, I, I needed to play, I needed to play Sonic and the fucking Black Knight. And if you <laughs> wanted to watch, uh, if you wanted to watch House Hunters, you'll have to wait. Yeah. Mm, sorry about it. Sorry. Sorry about it. So we're good well, with Gearahim's theme. That's to me. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gearahim fucking rules. I love that pervert sword man. I'm loving wonderful it. character design. I love his tights. Love his cape. So, Love that Perfect bulge. Man. Love the bulge. Love that. I'm bulge. proud of Respect him. Respect the bulge. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so proud of him. He's crushing it. He's just living Nastiest his life. Man in Gooseland. He has no reason to be like that. There's nothing. He's just fighting. Gonna be ready for him to come back he's, when the game gets re-released. You know what he is to me. He's kind of like a, mm-hmm. an envy Full Metal Alchemist. Like, mm-hmm. why is envy oh. like that? I don't know, but I love it. He's living deliciously. I just love yeah. it. Like envy is just like that for no reason <coughs> at all. And then Gurahim is the same. Yeah, like, yeah. Girahim is just, just born to cause problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On purpose. Just loves he loves it, it. Just like Envy does. Yeah. Like, they just love, love to Gira cause him. problems. Mm-hmm. And Girahim just loves causing problems. Loves being, like, a like a messy, sexy mm-hmm. dude who's just, just got a big bulge. Is the internet ready for Girahim to come back? I think, is it gonna Is yes. it going to be a problem? To me, this is yeah. the ideal time to finally put Girahim into Smash. Because they glossed him Jeez. over when the game for they glossed him over for Smash Four. They fucked up so bad. They never put him in, and now that Skyward Sword is getting its reemergence, it's going to be popular again. This is the time. Can I say? Mm-hmm. Can I say something about this? Mm-hmm. Um, what better pick for a Skyward for a for a Smash character than a character who is a sword? Yeah, I know. Well, oh, you say that, but but. I mean, Pyre and Myth are. Oh, I don't know who the fuck are also they are. I don't swords. know what that that's that means. Nothing to me. Those are just words. <laughs> words to kill Max instantly. <laughs> Max, oh, are you like so excited Xenoblade. they're putting Bumbo and Gooba in in Smash? <laughs> I'm <laughs> so put, fucking excited. My favorite they put characters. Gomper in Smash. <laughs> <sighs> they're putting Thomas Foss in Smash from Kyle XY. <laughs> Kyle XY and Slimy XX put Echo Kyle, Fighter. Put Kyle XY in Smash and make Slimy be an alternate skin. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they should Josh put, is an assist trophy now. 
They should put gear him in Smash. The fact mm-hmm. that oh, we haven't done an episode since Nintendo was like Hunter me. Mm, I don't want to talk about it. Shut up. Because by Shut the time you, Jordan next when, when next we record, Rise will have been out, so we'll have like brighter futures ahead of mm-hmm. us. Uh, we'll be we'll be we'll be healed. We'll be our brains mm. will be fucking filled with good chemicals. We'll be, so <laughs> I'll be wearing goose feathers and have a I'll big sword made out of a lizard's mouth. <laughs> I'll be wearing Goose's own feathers. <laughs> Goose wow. feathers. Oh, Took him right off him. Uh, shall we go to our questions, Jordan? Yeah, let's go to the questions. We have a Twitter. It's at SlappersOnlyPod. You can drop us a little question. We'll answer it. Or a take. If you have any hot takes, questions, mm. comments, pics of your own, drop them down below when we make our funny post every week. And we'll mm-hmm. answer it on the podcast. So this week we got quite a few of them. Here's one yes. from... At Milk Succubus One on on uh, friend of the show Milk, who says in a modern AU, Groose would clearly be a TikTok star. What kinds of videos would he make, and how popular would he be? Uh, Groose would make prank videos. Yes, he'd make prank videos, and I don't think he would get a redemption arc if he was being reinforced <laughs> by. No, he he'd be a heel of TikTok. Yeah, he would be like he'd be like uh he'd be like knock. Knock an ice cream out of a kid's hand social experiment. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I can also see Groose getting into, like, the dance, the TikTok dances. I can see him. Now, that's a much more wholesome thing yeah, to think about. Yeah, him and his squad just doing the TikTok dances, but none of them are, like, really that good at dancing, but they still try and they do still publish them. I think, I think Groose is, is, has, a, I think Groose is really good and then his two friends are not, but, like, they join him. You know, and they make it work. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ali also um, writes, side question, would Groose kiss a boy? What are your thoughts on this? So this is my answer to the question, synthesizing these two questions together. Groose, Strix, and whoever the fuck the third one are, are the boys in the British lads hitting each other's chairs and kissing? (laughs) Oh my god. Yes! (laughs) I also could absolutely see Groose say, Da Vinky? Da Vinky? Da Vinky? A hundred (laughs) percent. I mean... Those brothers look like Strix mostly already. Yeah, mm-hmm. they kind of look like a halfway point between a Strix and a and a Grooses. <laughs> That's the, 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 the it, it's the, that like the triangle Twitter meme, but on one end is Groose, the one end is Strix, and the one end is the third boy whose name I still do not remember. <laughs> he doesn't matter because his storyline isn't about being a b- better person or liking or, or bugs. liking bugs. And um, thankfully for me, I get to do both. Here's one from at Pitmon on Twitter, and I don't understand this question, so help me break break through it, like, mm-hmm. of who this is referring to. This may be a little mystery. How would Link's canon girlfriend handle her transition, not Zelda, the one you can actually date? Who Who is being referred to in this question? This is about Beatrice. Who? She, okay. Beatrice. She is a girl who is okay. in the Bazaar area. She's like... I don't, she always flirts with you. Like, she's always mm-hmm. trying to, to hit on you. And I don't remember, like, you, I don't remember, like, how much you actually talk to her, but she flirts with you constantly in Skyloft. Mm. Hmm. Now, how would she, and would she, how would she handle her transition is the question from our, our listener here. I think she'd handle it pretty I well. Think Skyloft. She'd handle it pretty well, she I think. She seems like. Skyloft is a loving, accepting community. She, yeah, I don't yeah. think Skyloft is a community that is particularly, you know, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think she's a really, um, she seems very confident in herself. Like, the way she flirts with Link, she's, like, very sure of herself. I think she just, like, knows what mm-hmm. she's doing and she doesn't really give a shit if Link is, like, 
I mean, I, I don't want to be like, she doesn't give a shit if Link's not reciprocating her feelings, but she's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like she's out there. She, she knows what she's about, and I think she'd handle it well. The only yeah. the only problematic person in Skyloft is Beetle, and it's and he was so problematic that they don't let him touch the ground. <laughs> He's not allowed yeah. to set foot on Skyloft. <laughs> it's some like legal statute. He can't set foot. He can't in Skyloft. touch the ground after he made an ill he made an ill judged appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> oh no! No Beetle. Yeah. Here's, an ext- here's an extremely <laughs> important question from um, Alex at Alex the Virgo on Twitter. Who says is Groose's theme ass shakeable? I feel like it is. Well, I have, I have a few words for you. Groose's theme goes with everything. It so does. Yes. yes. Make it clap to Groose's theme. <laughs> Rest in peace, strict. He died making it clap. To <laughs> <his theme. laughs> yeah. No, it fully is though. Like they put horns in there for a reason. You're supposed to shake your ass to exactly. it. Exactly. Supposed to. You're supposed to make it clap to that theme. Yeah. Um, here's one Tremendous. from Morgat Haunting the Morg on Twitter, friend of the show, who says, How do you feel about BOTW keeping the Skyward Sword weapon breaking? That's all I know about the game, sorry. Uh, about how long will it be until you do another Zelda game for Slappers? Um, Won't be well, next week. Breaking breaking shields is That's so... Fine. I mean, the thing, about, the thing about breaking shields in Skyward Sword is that you can just go and get another one. Yeah. So there's never, like, a point where you're like... And you can just teleport back to the sky uh-huh. from, the, from the save points. So it really just turns into this really irritating inconvenience as opposed to like mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm Skyward's I'm Breath of the Wild the weapon degradation I don't care about it that much like I don't it's hate fine. it. Yeah. Um I think it I think it creates interesting situations but I get why people hate it. Uh so in in one situation you're left in a spot where you need to like improvise and kind of make choices and in the yeah. other one you just need to go to the fucking store you need to go back you need to go to 7-eleven and grab and, a new shield yeah if you want it so yeah an addendum to that is like that's already been a thing in other zelda games because like they wouldn't shield degradation but like likes could just fucking eat your shield and you, you have to get a new shield. one yeah or if you catch on that's fire. been in the game yeah yeah, exactly. Like, you've always been able to lose your shield in, like, more more Zelda games than not. So it's, like, I feel like it's a natural evolution of it, and it's it's never, like, bothered me. Like, and I think Breath of the Wild is also fine, because, like, the game's designed around losing weapons and getting new ones all the time. So it's, like, you know, as long as it works well for the game, I'm not going to Yeah, about I agree. It. Like, my Breath of the Wild hot take, I have two hot takes about the rep- weapon degradation system. One is that once you get the Master Sword, the game just becomes too easy. Because yeah. you have a reliable and extremely strong sword that comes back mm-hmm. relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. My here, here was my big brain idea. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I think that they should have made every weapon like the so. So you know how at the end of each dungeon thing you get like a special weapon. Yeah, those should just be. You should just be like bound to those weapons, and it just works like you can have one at a time. So you can pick to have the master sword, or you can have the sword and shield, or the bow, Hmm. and then they break, and then they just come back in fifteen minutes. I would love that. Or just let me fucking use my wealth of items to repair a weapon. Yeah, yeah, they should be able to repair weapons with other items. That would also work really well, I think. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. I just, it just always felt like. They gave you these really cool weapons that had these like special abilities, and then you don't ever want to touch them because yeah. they'll break, and it's like it, it too just, much of a hassle to fix. So the just idea put a wasn't lot of like cool fully fleshed out, you know. Put a lot of cooldown. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I never noticed yeah. it in Skyward Sword, like in in Breath of the Wild. I I agree with what you're saying for sure. In Skyward Sword, I honestly forgot that there was weapon de- degradation or shield degradation until I read Morg's ass because, like, I completely forgot yeah. that was even a thing because it's only the shield. 
Like, it's really just no. that. Yeah. Like, you have all these other weapons. Like, your bow doesn't degrade. Your – you might be able to upgrade it, but, like, it doesn't degrade. Like, you can't break it. Right. Um, you can't break, like, the beetle. You can't break your sword. So it's kind of, like, all these things that – I don't know. I, I feel like it, it doesn't get broken often enough, and you get, like – as you said, you can get the Hylian shield if you want to get it, so that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. And usually when I replay Skyward Sword, I'm playing it on the, um, I don't know if it's called, like, Master Mode. The mode where it's, like, things are harder and you don't, like, the, yeah, heart, master the mode. heart flowers never. Or hero Mode. Yeah. Hero mode. Those don't regenerate. So I'm kind of going to the store a lot anyway just to, like, make sure I have potions on me. So it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep the other thing, up. I forgot to say this, um, I do love the fact that when you're, Speaking of upgrading things, when you the part of the game where you have to basically forge the master sword from the goddess sword, mm-hmm. yes. um, not only does it it make the sword look a little more like the master sword at a time, but it makes it actually physically longer, so you get more reach with it. Which yes, I, the yeah. hitbox changes. Really it's That's really very cool. cool. <laughs> uh, last question is not really a question, but it's from uh, Josh at Twig Wrists on Twitter, who just says, "Wow, what a good game that everyone loves." Confirmed. I, Confirmed. Confirmed. I'm literally going to cry when Skyward Sword comes out and I start seeing takes of people saying that the game is oh bad. Oh my god. Because it's, it's like, I... I've come to peace with it. It's been like a decade and I understand that a lot of people's problem with it is the accessibility because that sucked and Nintendo really shit the bed on that. But like, mm-hmm. when I hear people criticizing like the story or the dungeons or the music or literally anything about it that's not the accessibility, I'm like, you're so wrong. You're the vibes so are, yeah. are really good in that game. Yeah. Your opinions are wrong. They're strong vibes. I think my biggest complaint about the actual moment-to-moment gameplay, besides, like, the control issues and the accessibility, is um, getting to the dungeons for each area. Specifically, I remember the the stretch between uh, starting, like, going to the forest area and getting to Skyview Temple is kind of miserable, finding all the Kikwis. Um mm-hmm. And I used to hate those guardian trials, but I think oh, they're really cool. They're actually. so good. They're, they're really so cool. Yeah. The music is really cool too, and they're fucking scary too. Yeah, like the the they're really terrifying. That, that clanging hoof. The music yikes. in the Silent Realms before the guardians wake up is so pretty. Like it's it's, it's beautiful, really cool. and then they wake and up different... and you shit your pants. And it's mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, good game. Those are all of our questions. Thank you all very much for uh, sending them in at at Slippers Only Pod. If you want to send them in for next week. Um, Max, hey, what, hey. We, what, what, you got something for me. All right. Um, so <clears throat> I, uh, I was thinking what game to bring for our next recording and I, I, I wanted to, you know, I was like, okay, well, I don't want to do another, I don't want to do another game on the Wii. I want to see if I can do a different generation. Um, but then I thought, well, we've been doing so many like, you know, J- Japanese composers lately. I want to see if I can get something outside of Japan. And, and I was thinking, well, what other games came out in 2011? And mm. Wouldn't wouldn't you fucking know it, Jordan? You said the name of the game that we're gonna do already in this episode. Oh no! Um, so uh, gra- grab grab your potato batteries. Oh my god! <laughs> grab your grab your high jump boots because we're talking about Portal Two. We're gonna get a little bit of reverent on this podcast. Yeah. A little bit of we're gonna talk about funny robo jokes. We're gonna be getting a little random mm. next week. Hey, Max, mm. get ready to make some lemonade. Oh, oh. it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Make life through the day, gave Cave Johnson lemons. Cave Johnson, throw those lemons with some lemon grenades. A little bit I of still laugh just as much now as I did back then. 
Hi everybody, it's me, Wheatley. I'm played by that funny guy. Oh, it's Hello, Stephen I'm Stephen Merchant. I'm friends with Ricky Gervais. He's a real piece of shit. I don't know if they're actually friends. I'm an uh, my, my friend's an atheist, and I am too because I'm a robot. I don't, I don't, I can't stress this enough. I do not know if Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervais are friends. <laughs> they are. I think I'm they sure do. Everyone in England is friends. Yeah, they're pretty we're much. from the old Frady fascist island, aren't we? Oh, I'm, blimey, governor. Oh, I'm the silly, I'm the silly one. Yeah, we're talking about Portal 2. Fucking fun game. I like Portal 2 a lot. Oh, we should do co-op sometime, Jordan. Oh, we should. Oh, God. Portal 2 co-op, when you add in four portals at once, my, truly, I, I don't know if I, I'm so, my brain. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I could, I wonder if I could play Portal 2 in the next two. I don't know. We'll see. Good we'll come enlightened geniuses Great in the next pick. two weeks. Great It'll pick. be fine. Thank you. Um, uh, Stephanie, thanks for being on and talking about yeah, Zelda thank with you. us. Thank you so for much. having me. Maybe, yeah. maybe, the good the good news is that every Zelda game has different music, and I promise that we'll do another Zelda game. Um, so don't worry. If we need you to come back on, we'll get you back mm-hmm. on. Perfect. We'll we'll call the expert back into the studio. Mm-hmm. I'm the, maybe the Zelda co- I'm the Zelda opinion haver. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far know, as I know, you have more tattoos about Zelda than either of us do combined. So yeah. I have two Zelda tattoos that are like like literally Zelda tattoos because I have a Link's Awakening half sleeve and then I've got a Wind Waker tattoo. And like mm-hmm. this other one that I have is almost it's almost Zelda inspired, but it's not exactly Zelda because it's it's based on my favorite MC Escher art. And wouldn't you know it, there's a funny little bird man in in that hmm. Escher piece that looks a lot like the Ukas from Twilight Princess, which are often hmm, thought to be inspired okay. by that. So, God, I, I mean, they're both is. weird as hell, so I, I believe uh-huh. it checks out to me. Fuck yeah. yeah. Ukas are so good. Weird. It's horrible little... Oh, disgusting creatures on a life-size statue. The fact that their babies are just severed little heads that fly around. <laughs> just the worst. <laughs> I also love that the uh, the city in the sky uh, dungeon, I believe, requires you to do the, the, like, cuckoo flying. Like, you have to, at some point, pick them up and use them to glide, mm-hmm. which is never Yeah, been because you have to recruit the fucking clowns down to the lake to build the cannon for you. God. Everyone in Twilight Princess is a horrible clown. Like, <laughs> like so every good. character in that game is a clown, and it's horrible, it's and lot. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it's uh. it's disgusting. Terrible game. I love that game so much. The yeah. first Zelda game I beat. Good game. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's wrap things up. Thank you all very, very much for listening to this episode of Slappers Only. You can find all of our episodes at uh, slappersonlypod.com or at slappersonlypod on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BradipusRex, and you can listen to my two other podcasts. The first one is Kamarucha Radio about Yakuza, and the other one is called Kylex Y about Kylex Y. Max? Wonderful show. I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter, at Instagram, etc. at MaxiBajillion. I also have two other podcasts. One is Pod of Greed, world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, sponsored by Kaiba Corp. That's on Twitter, at Pod of Greed Cast. My other show is called Wow Cool Robot, a show where me and a friend watch Mobile Suit Gundam. That's on Twitter, at Wow Cool Podcast. And what about you, Steph? Uh, I'm Stephanie. You can find me on Twitter, at Age of Oddish. And I have two podcasts to plug technically now. Uh, one of them is called oh, City yeah. Girls Make Do. It is also on the Noise Space Network, and it is a podcast about sex in the city. It's finished now. So me and my friend Alex watched every episode and all the movies of Sex in the City. And we recorded like 99 episodes or something about it. And it was a lot. We finally made it through. 
it killed us emotionally. And now we're embarking on a new show, which is our second podcast. First episode should be out when I edit it uh, in the next like week. Mm. That one is called <laughs> County Girls Make Do. And it Good is our title. deep dive into the OC. So we're God, continuing God. to stay in that 2000s era. and uh, But now we're mm. jumping from the East Coast to the West Coast and from the 30, from 30-year-olds to like 17-year-olds. <laughs> so mm-hmm. immaculate vibes all around yeah. just just the hugest brain move to tackle <laughs> that that's just next level uh-huh. incredible you're so brave love it uh we're hosted by the noise space network home to all of those podcasts that we just talked about um as well as many other shows such as live free twy hard fear baiting uh nana roy's nightmare and era <laughs> Elite Full Restore had an episode recently. Oh yeah, this was going on. Yeah, I just gotta say, every time I hear Nightmare and Era, it's like literally no one has ever had a better podcast title than that. Like, it's literally the greatest. Roy just went off. off It's so good. Nana Roy's Nightmare and Era is incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I think that's all we got for this week. Next week, next episode. I always say next week, but we do it. We're smart, so we do it every other week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be talking about Portal 2, two. the two. last game that Valve ever made. <laughs> <laughs> the last real video game that Valve ever made and released on a console. That people could afford that people, and play. <laughs> the last video game that people played that was made by Valve and wasn't Dota 2. Mm. Thank you, Valve. Thanks, Valve. Thanks, Gaben. Thanks, Gaben. I'll send you an email later. <laughs> um, but... That's all for this week. Gearhim's theme, though. Pretty yeah, good. Pretty good. Pretty what fun. Do we say, what do we say at the end of each episode, Max? Uh, ask not for whom the track slaps. It slaps for thee. It slaps Bye. for Bruce. Bye, word sword. Bye, word sword. Bye, word sword. <laughs>